Slater. Slater Crusaders, 1-888-933-93 in the category of strange admissions made. Just talked about the EPA admitting that fracking is safe. Want to go to the New York Times. Uh, they produced a really nice mini documentary. It's about 12 minutes. Debunking the claims. Which isn't hard to do, but still, they did it. Uh, debunking the claims made from Paul Ehrlich. Paul Ehrlich is the author of Population Bomb. I think it was written in uh, 1968. And the quick of the story is he took a trip to India and he saw how crowded it was. And he said, if we keep going down this path, with so many people. We're going to run out of stuff. We're going to run out of natural resources. And there's going to be mass famine and everyone's going to die. And that's it. He said that in the year 2000, England won't exist. That was one of his predictions. He said in 1970, he said, there's no way India could feed 200 million more people by 1980. Well, today, India feeds 800 million more people than they did in 1970. And of course, there's still hunger in India, but, and we don't have time now, maybe another day, we can talk about how those are political issues. Hunger in most countries is caused by corrupt and unstable governments, not overpopulation. It's not that there's not enough food. It's that it's, there's difficulty getting food to people who need it. And that's because of corrupt government. So when Paul Ehrlich is making these predictions, these ridiculous predictions about the end of the world, these apocalyptic predictions, there were about 3 billion people. Now there's 7 billion. Hunger has gone down. Famine has gone down. Diseases have gone down. Poverty has gone down. Now we've talked a lot about Paul Ehrlich. We've talked, Glenn, you've heard Glenn and the guys joke about his doomsday predictions. And we laugh at him now. And we've talked about him before, especially around Earth Day. We talk a lot about this guy. But what I didn't realize until I watched this documentary is how many people fell for this and how deeply they fell for it. This clip here is these are just news anchors reporting on overpopulation in the world and in America. Clip two. Overpopulation so long predicted has stolen upon us. It's getting worse week by week. The U.S. could be busting out at the seams by the end of the century. If we do not, by humane means, limit our numbers, then numbers are going to be limited by more famines and shortages and consequent social conflicts. Population growth will kill you stone cold dead. Net world population is increasing by 23 people every 10 seconds. It's clear that world population growth remains completely out of control. Look at what the year 2000 will be. Our cities are going to be choked with people. They're going to be choked with traffic. They're going to be choked with crime. They're going to be choked with pollution. And they will be impossible places in which to live. Isn't that amazing? That, that was Nixon right there. And before that was Walter Cronkite. So the, these predictions about the end of the world, overpopulation and the rest, this wasn't just some crazy biologist guy who wrote a book and a couple of nuts agreed with them. This was widespread, fully accepted belief. I want to play. This is a clip of Dr. Yerlich uh, today. Uh, clip three. We had formed an organization called Zero Population Growth 
And then Johnny took me on The Tonight Show. Would you welcome Dr. Paul Ehrlich? We have to get the death rate and birth rate in balance, and there's only two ways to do it. One is to bring the birth rate down, the other is to push the death rate up. I did the show maybe 20 times, and we went from six chapters and 600 members to 600 chapters and 60,000 members. We are starting in now. This is the first step. So you hear that he said, we need to either increase the death rate or decrease the birth rate. And they're not done yet. Our president was on NPR three days ago. And he was talking about the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the trade agreement, right, that no one's allowed to see. This is what he told NPR. He said, if we want to solve something like climate change, which is one of my highest priorities, then I've got to be able to get into places like, oh, this is such a crazy sentence, then I've got to be able to get into places like Malaysia, and say to them, this climate change is in your interest. What leverage do I have to get them to stop deforestation? Well, part of the leverage is if I'm in a trade relationship with them that allows me to raise standards. And this is why I believe President Obama's, this president's greatest international I don't want to say achievement because that seems like a positive thing. There's a positive connotation. Greatest international contribution that sounds positive too but you know what i mean we're going to look back on his presidency in whatever 50 years and when it comes to foreign policy his biggest achievement is not going to be anything with iran it's not going to be anything with israel or iraq or afghanistan it's going to be this trade deal that no one's really talking about and no one has ever seen because this trade deal is going to be this president's way to socially engineer the world and when the people in charge truly believe that human beings are a burden and that pro pro like real progress and real economic uh, prosperity is bad as opposed to understanding that people are a resource with a limitless potential and economic growth is good, their social engineering is not going to end well. There's dangerous people Really, truly dangerous ideologies, I should say, running our country right now. And once the president passes this trade agreement, he's able to get into places like Malaysia. What a scary sentence that is. 1-888-933-93. Mike Slater Show, The Blaze Radio Network. Spread the word. You're listening to Mike Slater on The Blaze Radio Network. Mm -hmm. 